0: Over one quarter of US employees are working remotely. Being so far removed from their boss's watchful eye has many of them wondering, could I get away with nabbing two paychecks for the price of one? Maintaining a work-life balance keeps getting harder, but it doesn't have to. This is the big balance podcast for anyone struggling to stay ahead or even just keep up with work, life, and everything in between. Join us each week for practical advice you can actually apply to get a little sanity back in your day. Welcome back to the the second in a row episode since the great pause. This is Brian. <laughs> and this is John. This is John. Uh, John, how you doing? Good, good. I like the great pause. I
1: like putting a name on it. <laughs> it, it sounds
0: less lazy when you use the, the word great in front of it. Put great in front of anything and it's going to sound great. For today's episode, uh, I want to start with things that we have gotten caught with our pants down for in a non-sexual way. Not non-sexual pants being down in a professional setting. Yeah, we're not that kind of pod. So John, what what's a time where you have been kind of caught, honestly compromising position? I this is all sounding very sexual. I didn't mean for any of that. Compromising positions in pants. <laughs> I mean, technically if your pants were down when they shouldn't be at that would apply, but not necessarily sexual. That yeah, that
1: would apply. Well, I feel now's the appropriate time to say uh, one of one of the best jokes I ever heard in the office was I went to, uh, in the in the stall in the urinals. This older gentleman in my office, great sense of humor, staunch like ultra conservative, which is just interesting in itself. But he would come in and say the same joke every time. As you're in the urinal next to him, and he would say, "Nice watch," which I just think it's <laughs> it's great. <laughs> But that would be a compromising position for I him. Shouldn't lie. I shouldn't. I think
0: like that would get old very fast. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. It, it did, which is almost what made it that much better because it was just the commitment to the bit to where it was like every time, and it was like, God damn it, God damn you, Mark. Love it. <laughs> but to answer your question, um, oh, can you hear the the thunder in the background there?
0: I cannot. Um, but it was appropriately well, it timed. Picked if up. you pick that up, like to answer your question, it was. <clears throat> that'd be great.
1: That would be amazing if it did, which is all the more reason why you have to keep this banter in. But to answer your question, uh, when I was pretty early on in my career, there was uh, an incident where I had been working on a specific project. The project, from what I understood, kind of stalled out. I had reached an impasse. I didn't hear about it for probably a couple months wouldn't you know it? Somebody asked, "Do you have uh, the final version of that of that you know, project we were working on?" And oh boy, I didn't I didn't know what to tell them. Uh, <laughs> um... Let me let me check with so and so just to try to kick the can. So I eventually had to during my one on one with my boss basically say, "Hey, I kind of don't know where this project landed," and somebody was asking me for an update here. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to tell them. Fortunately, it didn't really reach a point of. Anything having major or dire consequences, but it was a great learning experience for me to just not <laughs> ignore something and think that's done.
0: <laughs> well, I have I have one I don't know if it has dire consequences for me personally yet, and then a bigger one about somebody else, which is really the uh, the core of today's episode. Uh, but for the one Do for me, that for the second half is that is that the second
1: half of the episode after we insert our little smooth jazz music or
0: whatever it is i forget what our uh, well no i so middle, the uh, the second well you wrote it so you you would tell me what kind of genre that is it's like boom <laughs> ch- ch- it's not well andy calls it porn music i don't know if it's porn okay, music you know what yeah I, I remember we did we did
1: uh coin the or we call it it the porn music so yeah that's fine yeah 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 Will it be after the porn music?
0: No, I was thinking, so it, it's, first of all, just to kind of foreshadow, this is the craziest thing I've ever had a coworker do that oh. should have severe consequences. I don't know, uh, but no, I want to have I that feel in like the, it might still. It <laughs> might still. I want to have that in the first half, because the second half, I want to take a step back and say, well, let's think about it. Like let, Let's play devil's advocate about it. So we're going to go back and forth a little bit. Um, but for me- And this is a small thing. So I have a a private chat with just my immediate coworkers, right? No supervisors, no bosses. It's the kind of place where, let's say, I come to the realization one of our coworkers looks like the illegitimate love child of like a late 90s Louis Anderson and Patton Oswalt. Right. This is the chat where I would post a picture of the three of them together. Whoa.
1: Did you hear that? I'm sorry. <laughs> that was the loudest bit of thunder that I have heard in a long time. That f- felt like it was right next to me. I hope I you picked so it sorry. up. No, I
0: hope you picked it up because the the, the, the second story is like, dun, 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 dush. Lightning. that would be actually uh, valuable.
1: Sample that sound. Sample. that sound. I'm going sound. to. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably read. If, if anybody hears
0: the same peel of thunder like 18 times, now you know why it's, it's not the Matrix you know compilation. It's it's Brian's uh,
1: really bad editing skills. I am so sorry. Um, <laughs> Brian's excellent editing skills. Yeah.
0: So I have we have this this chat which often features uh, comical but also compromising chats about coworkers and and general idiocy. And I have a coworker who has this really nasty habit of accidentally inviting people to the chat. Like if you call somebody from teams, but you call them from a group, it gives the chat history from the group to that person. I don't know if you knew that. Oh yeah, I I don't normally call somebody from a specific
1: chat. And you shouldn't I use the you shouldn't invite somebody to a meeting like you know when it's when you're in Teams it's like you know type in somebody's name to invite them here. I'm never going to use that. Yeah,
0: let's just hop off this line and set up a new uh, new link. That's a a good practice because in the hypothetical sense where I compare one of my coworkers to the illegitimate child of Louis Anderson and Patton Oswald. I don't want my boss's boss to accidentally get invited to that chat where I have that picture. And that's goddamn what happens. Oh. <laughs> oof. Nobody well. said anything so far, but that's that's where that went. So yeah, that's, that's my compromising uh, my compromising story. But the big one I want to talk about today is something that's that's been going on for a little bit. Let's take a moment and be honest with ourselves. Do we really work a full 40 each and every week? Like everybody else, I've had crunch days with painfully long hours, but that's not every day. It's not even most days, and if it was, I'd be looking for a new job right now. In reality, I don't always need eight hours to handle my workload. In fact, if I pushed a little harder, got a little savvier with my planning, applied a little more elbow grease. I could probably get my job done in half the time. I'm not the only person who came to this conclusion. In fact, millions of workers have and are taking full advantage of their remote jobs by, well, doubling down with a second one. Obviously, their employers wouldn't be too happy to hear this, but if they can effectively pull off double duty and meet the terms of their employment, is there actually any harm done? It's an interesting question and one we'll dive into today. So I mentioned in the last episode, I went to work on site for the first time since the pandemic a few weeks or maybe a month ago at this point. Well, we hired a new uh, co-worker, I would say maybe a week before we're all on site, not really time to invite her to this big shindig. She says, it's no problem. We're doing it in teams. So anybody who's in Europe or can't make it can still participate in the event. That's what she's going to do. Week of the event, she says, guys, I'm so sorry. My brother passed away and his funeral is going to be the first day of this event. So I'm not going to be able to make it, which that sucks. Yeah. Like that's, that's a horrible thing to happen. Totally understand, obviously, skipping a work event to take care of family needs. Boss goes online Uh, I guess to Facebook or somewhere to try to find maybe an address or something to send flowers or or do something nice to this woman. She doesn't really know us, but it's nice to show support. Goes on Facebook, finds pictures of a trade event where this coworker is tagged. Like, she has this uh, side gig where she's doing something. I think it's, like, I, I forget what the business is. Yeah. Like, she's and you know she didn't post these pictures. Somebody else tagged her in it because within, like, two hours, she went and untagged herself because, obviously, it's compromising. Obviously, it's incriminating. Not incriminating. It's not illegal, but obviously. Yikes. Yeah. And oh. then for the rest of the event, she's like, well, I, I did. And she, she logged time, like, oh, yeah, I was at these things remotely. Well... We're recording the videos from all these Teams meetings. I can go. I see that her name is in none of them at all. At this point, let's take a step back, right? This is a new person, a person we didn't hire randomly. They didn't come on to just fill slack. We hired this person because we need a specific kind of expertise. She had it. She was going to be kind of this keystone person. And within a week. Okay, first of all, I'm not saying her brother didn't die, right? I'm not. I'm not accusing her of lying about the whole thing. Yeah, that's where I get tripped up on all of this because it, it it feels right. like even
1: if her brother didn't die, you're still using that tragedy, right? To, yeah. To, yeah, to further your other agenda, we'll call
0: it. If you're my boss, this person's boss. What are you thinking right now? Like this this is obviously a problem. Like we're all remote. I love working remote. It's it's the greatest thing that's happened to me. But we kind of are all taking on good faith that we're doing the shit we got hired to do and here's this woman who's not just not doing anything. She's actively furthering a side hustle. What do you do as that as that person's manager? So, I think the only
1: thing that I, I wouldn't even say muddies it up at all. They went on to Facebook to find this, and it was gone within a certain amount of time. It doesn't ignore the fact that you're doing it. You got caught, regardless of how it happened. But if you didn't use the excuse that you used, I guarantee you, you would not be in this predicament. You, you Nobody would think yeah. to look on your Facebook to validate what you're doing. You could have literally said any other excuse... It could, it could have even just been, I had a had a rough morning, something happened at the house, and I needed to My take car care of My car broke down. Yes, exactly.
0: My car broke down in a way that I couldn't take care of it in a day. Done. Yep. I'm not, I'm not going to go to your mechanic and demand paperwork. But also, let's go back to your story, right? What happened to you? You fucked up. You went to your boss. You said, boss, I fucked up. And then it got taken care of. Yep right? It's, it's owning up to something mea culpa goes a long way. Maya culpa goes a long way. But even beyond that, it's like, if you really didn't think you were doing anything wrong, you wouldn't have gone and untagged yourself from half a dozen photos yeah. within a couple hours of the event. Yep. So it's, it's not, that's it, another layer. Yeah. Like going back to your story, like we had a woman at our company who did something somewhat similar to you and she made a, a dumb mistake. And that's all it was. It was a dumb mistake. We ended up firing her, right? Not because of the mistakes she made, but because she went to elaborate means to try to hide the fact. And that's what got her fired. If she had just said, man, I really screwed up. Can somebody help me fix this? It wouldn't have been an issue. We would have laughed at her for a few days for being a bonehead, but we wouldn't have fired her, right? And that's what this woman's situation kind of is on a bigger scale. And I I would say more egregious in, in terms of the size of the lie.
1: Yeah, it there's a there's definitely a financial component to this one outside of just like a, a cover your ass move. This is you're double dipping. You're practically defrauding the company because you're not dedicating time that you said you were dedicating to like it puts everything that you've done up to this point in question.
0: The challenging thing is again she's <laughs> the role she's in, we don't have anybody else with expertise in. And we have a lot of projects that needs it. So we can't necessarily fire her. I, I don't even know if it's on the table. I'm not my boss. I don't make these decisions. She doesn't consult me about it, right? I'm, and I'm and this is one of those cases where I'm happy not to be in charge. Like I wouldn't want to deal. This is a giant minefield. I want nothing to do with it. I I couldn't begin to think. How do you handle? it? You need this resource. And I think that's where but, this is
1: definitely a tightrope that they're going to have to walk because you want to you know reprimand this person to say, hey, listen. This is not cool, but you also don't want to push too hard to where they're like, well, fuck it. I don't need this job. I have a very specific skill set that I could probably find another job in a reasonable amount of time while still focusing on my side hustle.
0: Very true. So that's the story. And I don't. I don't have any kind of a resolution to go with that. Again, this this Which happened. A great story. Very honestly. recently. Yeah, I,
1: I love that. I'm like, ooh, juicy. Tell me more.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited to see where it goes because it's it's a weird. I've never been in this kind of a situation before. And, and by me, I mean people above and around me. It's not again my business. Um, but I, I'm kind of curious where it goes. Like. I we mean, need it kind the of woman, became your business because I became <laughs> like it became it. Was yeah, was posted on it was posted on social media, and somebody
1: found out somebody that you work with. That kind of becomes everybody's business, just by the nature of the beast. People love to gossip, and that is juicy.
0: Yeah, and the irritating thing uh, among all the the issues that exist around this, it's that nagging feeling, right? Because we're all work from home. I would never be able to if they're away. Their little green light turns yellow. I would never know, is that person actually working? And that's probably, I have to imagine, a really bad feeling for a supervisor to have, like not knowing, is this person doing anything? Am I going to find out a month from now that none of these projects are done? That would give me yeah, just heartburn. That's
1: that's the fear.
0: That's the story. If it goes anywhere, I'll do an update on a later episode. Uh, But I do want to spend some time in the second half kind of playing devil's advocate because of any time in history where we could potentially pull something like this off, now is the time and people are doing it. So let's talk about that a little bit more. So there's actually a term for this. I had not heard this. It's it's not, you know, creative in any sense, but it's a nice one. Overemployed, which, first of all, sounds awful. I, I'm barely able to function being just regular employed. Yeah, I struggle right. with just being employed. Uh, but there's a, a number of, I guess, overzealous people who one job's not enough. And I, I say overzealous, but I, I could also say desperate because sometimes people not, might not be getting paid enough in one job. They have to work. Multiple at a time, which also sucks. Like, I I can't hold that against somebody needing to pull down two incomes if one doesn't do it. I think when we're talking through that story, I think a lot of assumptions come into it's all like knee jerk reactions, right? So I want to think about it. Is it automatically a bad thing or is it automatically harmful? Right. And and what I what I mean by that is this when you hire somebody What are you hiring them to do? Are you hiring them to occupy a space for 40 hours a week? Or are you hiring them to get a job done? Those are two very different things. And let's take sales as an, sales is an easy example, right? If you hire a sales guy, you say, you got to sell a hundred widgets a week. If I get that done in a day, and I just chill for four out of five days a week, am I a bad employee? To me, it sounds like you're, you're, you're just better
1: at managing your time than other folks that's that's all it comes down to and right and if, if that's the need if you need to sell those 100 widgets that should be all that matters right and whatever i do with the remaining time is i mean theoretically irrelevant I, i'm not going to say it is because that's not the the reality of the situation but in theory that's what you're kind of arguing for right now, right?
0: Exactly right. I I think, and let's go back to a world before work from home. All of us have had coworkers who just love to do the water cooler chit-chat bullshit, right? There are people that will spend hours a day just going to different desks saying, hey, how are you? What's up? Uh, People going out, taking smoke breaks, taking longer lunches than they should, all of these things are are hours in the workday, right? I don't view somebody who spends two hours just water cooler talking to be any better than somebody who shows up two hours later or leaves two hours early because net it's the same thing. And if they get their job done, isn't that all that matters? In theory, right? Yeah. So let's, let's talk about how we extend that to this person, this person's side hustle. Let's put the lie aside because obviously – the fact that they felt the need to lie about it means even in their mind, it's not a great thing. Let's put it aside for the sake of argument. Research from HRM America, it's a survey from Resume Builder they got these numbers from. And this these actually surprised me. 79% of remote workers have worked more than one job at the same time. Almost 80%. That's a giant number, right? But that feels
1: crazy to me. And is it more like, hey, I, I've edited a podcast <laughs> during work hours. It was a slow time, and a, and you and I edited a podcast. Not saying we've done that, but is that the equivalent? Hey, I I logged an hour listening to the mixes that my band got back from the producer, and I sent him notes. Like, Is that what we're counting, or are we talking full-scale, side hustle, like I'm on Fiverr? You know contracting out my work. That's what I'm curious. To yeah
0: I, I can't imagine it would be a 40 hour equivalent, but it probably is things like if I you know design t-shirts or I write custom jingles for commercials and you can hire me on Fiverr and I'm spending maybe like a couple hours a day, I feel like it's probably in that realm. And I think that's what this this coworker was doing, too. I don't think she's spending a full 40 on the side hustle. I think it's something she does kind of in her spare time, probably mostly on weekends. But if she has clientele needs during the week, she can handle it then during the week, too. Uh, I I think another thing that kind of makes a split a bit easier, let's assume that it does include side hustle, not just a full 40 second job. Also, the roles people do is going to factor in like me and you and what we do. We could not do two jobs at the same time very easily, right? But like a salesperson, like I said, uh, IT software people, these are the roles that this survey, most people who had two jobs did. So there are roles that I I think it's easier to do two jobs at once. And to be
1: completely honest with you, if you and I were – more resourceful than we are we probably could find time in our day to do side tasks but not a full 40-hour equivalent to your point so i, I it's, it's specific to the type of roles that you're describing it gives you a little bit more flexibility to to have a flexible schedule outside of somebody's checking your status on on Teams and I feel like you and I we're we're not in positions to where hey if I were to go inactive for 6 hours at a time people would be curious.
0: Well that's the thing for me and maybe this this person's going to end up changing it. Um I am very blessed in that the company I work for we do not keep tabs or like we record how many hours we work on one client versus another for billing purposes but if I come in late, leave early, nobody necessarily knows or cares. I'll ask my boss like, hey, I need to take a longer lunch this day. Is that cool? The answer is invariably yes. like it's it's never an issue. So I feel like so on one hand, per this survey, I think the job you do, is a big factor, and then on the other hand, the company you work for, how draconian they are, is another big factor. So, a salesperson in my company, yes, could probably one hundred percent, if they were so inclined, get away with another full forty sales job somewhere else. I bet they could.
1: Yeah, and I guess what I was describing is more unannounced like absences. So, yeah, to your point, if you were to ask for for a little bit of time during the day, or to say, you know, hey, I'm going to be out of the office to take my dog to the vet or something, and I'm going to make up the hours elsewhere. That's, yeah, that's that's understood. I, I guess I was describing more of a situation where it's like, do you know if they're on the road or not? You don't know. Are they traveling? Because of the type of work that they're doing, it makes that ambiguity a little bit easier to
0: fill in the blanks, you know? True. Good point. Very good point. Now, like I said, I, I want to kind of go devil's advocate here. The whole idea of being overemployed isn't necessarily a bad thing. Going back to the idea that a company's hiring employees not to just fill a seat for a certain amount of time, but to do a specific job. And if they can do that job, is it a bad thing? question on the survey was, how difficult is it to balance working multiple jobs? Right. 15% said very easy. 24% said somewhat easy. And then fifty two said somewhat difficult, ten percent very difficult. So oh, hold up, so fifteen and twenty four is that what I heard? Yeah, so it just just
1: under. We're talking about like forty percent of people think that it, it it's like you can you can pull that off with it's relatively easy
0: to very easy for them to work multiple jobs. Shit, I'm slacking then. Yeah, well, and here's the, here's the proof. The next question, how many hours do you work among all the jobs you have? All right, now let's let's take a step Don't back do Don't tell first. me they, they're saying between two jobs they work less than 30 hours. <laughs> let, 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 let's let take a step back. How many hours <laughs> do you work at your single job on a normal week? Let's say just a normal everyday week, every week. I, week. So I would say invariably at least 40 hours. What's the most? If you're if you had a, a big bunch of projects, all these looming deadlines, what's a what's a crunch week for you? So you know
1: what? Let me let me do the math because typically I like to log on in the earlier time frame. So we'll 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 hedge and we'll say I'm logging on at seven every day. And yeah. we'll say seven to six, so eleven hours. So <laughs> You know, 55 hours, probably 60 in certain instances is a reasonable assumption. There's probably been times where I've worked less or more during crunches.
0: I would say for me, 40 to 50 hours is, that's got to be 99 out of 100 of my working days, working weeks are 40 to 50 hours. All right. So how many hours are people working that are working two jobs? 26% 30 to 40 hours. 23 percent, 40 to 50. 22 percent, 50 to 60. And then 60 to 70 and 70 to 80 are 13 and 15 percent. More than 80 is only 5 percent. So in other words, if we kind of add that up, about half of these people are working a 40-hour or a 50-hour normal, what you would consider single W-2 job worth of hours. So again, I got to ask if somebody can get their normal job and whatever side hustle thing, however many hours they're doing, if they can get both things done in 40 to 50 hours, this doesn't seem so crazy to me. It sounds like whoever's doing these things, whoever's responding to the survey has their stuff figured out that they're getting all this done and can do it with ease, either very easy or somewhat easy, right? That's 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 telling to me.
1: I, I feel like you and I yeah. have made questionable choices and we should be hopping on this train (laughs) Uh, because if I could put in the same amount of work and to be able to collect two paychecks as a result and this is completely different from oh I work part time at the brewery like I'm working on weekends and I'll work four hours at a time that's that's not a side hustle that is just me getting out being social getting an exercise and selling beer at the same time this is Man, I feel like I'm
0: missing the boat here. Well, here, here's the thing. I think, if anything, being successful, and I'm not necessarily advocating. I'm not advocating against it either. I mean, if, if you could do this, great. Go for it, right? If you can get two paychecks, power to you. Um, We're the if, people's if, pod. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it's not just gumption. I think there's planning here too. So how many hours? You said you work like four hours a clip at the brewery? Yeah, that's that's probably about, yeah. If I had to think, I got to imagine any given day that I have, I have anywhere from one to four hours of meetings, right? The fact that they're spread out throughout the week, if I could plan this a bit better and I could convince people, hey, can we move all of these meetings, right? I'm meeting with you on Tuesday and Wednesday. I'm meeting with you Thursday and Friday. Let's move all of these things to Monday. Let me get meeting after meeting after meeting on Monday. And that would be a, a giant suck, right? I don't I don't like having that many meetings. But if I have to get it done in one day, that frees me from needing to be in a specific place at a specific time, right? Other than those 1 to 4 hours, the work I do, 90% of it is solo. So I have my meetings to get my meetings out of the way on Monday. I have my collaborative work. I schedule all my collaborative workshops with coworkers on Tuesday. That leaves Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Can I find a 4-hour block on one or two of those days? I bet I could sell some beer on my on my off days.
1: Well, I almost think take it a step further and what you're describing is like cramming it all in on a Monday and then have like Monday be your designated day for those types of meetings, have your collaborative meetings on Tuesday. I almost feel like you could still spread it out to where it's like, hey, I have half of my meetings on Monday, half of my meetings on Tuesday. You create these open blocks, these open days, to where you can do that with relative ease. Now that you're, now that you've set out the formula or the template for it, but the idea of being, hey, if I plan ahead, I can create these huge open windows to allow myself to do something else. And, you know, the brewery, if I wanted to, yeah, I'm sure I could pick up a shift in the afternoon if I planned ahead like that. But me personally, I wouldn't want to put myself under the stress of having to find either an excuse to say why I'm unavailable every Tuesday afternoon and Thursday afternoon or just block off my calendar and hope nobody bothers me during those times. To me, that the stress isn't worth the, the juice isn't worth the squeeze for as far as the return on my investment there because I could probably just dedicate that time to working harder at my normal job and maybe pull myself up by my bootstraps and being the optimist and, you know, bushy-tailed. And I'm going to call eye, bullshit
0: on you right now. There, there's inherent bullshit in that phrase, and I'm, I don't mean to be anti-John's take here, uh, but no, it's good. It's good to have disagreements on the pod. I also don't think that I don't... I, yeah, I uh, yeah, I, it's
1: more for a philosophical debate than it is. Uh, my you know personal where I'm going. Part. Yeah, you, I, 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 you know I where I'm am, going. I can already see where you're going with this, but I'll let you finish. Yes, I'm gonna let you finish.
0: But you know, Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. But <laughs> you know where I'm going. And for for anybody listening who hasn't heard me say this, you do not get promotions for taking on more work. Agreed. You get. More work for taking on more work. If you want a promotion... You change jobs. You get a new role at a new company for more money. That's historically, statistically, if you want to increase your paycheck, it's leveraging your skills and, and knowledge you gain from one organization and applying them to a higher up position in another. So uh, there's a lot of people out there who think, man, if I just show my boss that I'm bright eyed and bushy tailed like, like fucking John on the Big Balance podcast, I know I'm going to get a raise. And unfortunately, it, it should work that way. A meritocracy, it should work the way I wish it did. It's not the way things work. So I do want to call bullshit on that. But you do bring up something that's that's interesting to me. Uh, I kind of wonder about rolling the dice with I'm not going to take off. I don't want to explain to people. I'm going to hope that nobody just books me. When I'm thinking things through, especially let's say on a Friday, right? Thursday or a Friday, end of the week, I don't get that many people interested in meetings from three o'clock on, right? So if I could, if I could do a side hustle for two or three hours a day, afternoons at the end of the week, yeah, it's a gamble, but I kind of feel like it's a somewhat safe gamble that nobody's going to bother me.
1: It's a calculated risk that you're doing right there. And I think it's, it's a risk that we've all somewhat taken. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but maybe you've taken a longer lunch on a Friday or you logged off closer to four o'clock instead of five o'clock to go out and get a jump start on happy hour. I mean, I don't think I'm outside of the realm of possibility that maybe Brian has done that, taking a boozy lunch maybe even on a Friday or something like that in the old
0: world. (laughs) Why are you assuming that
1: about me? Uh, Because I'm I'm, I'm assuming that everybody, including those who are listening, have done something like that. (laughs) Basically, it's a long-winded way of saying maybe I've done it, but I'm not going to neither confirm nor deny that. But you get what I'm saying. I'll I'll tell you
0: what I did. I'll tell you what I did today. It's, uh, what is it, Thursday that we're recording? So it's Thursday afternoon. My daughter gets home while technically I'm still working. And sweetest voice comes to me and says, Daddy, you're the best in the world, and I love you. Let's go color with chalk outside.
1: See, that's not fair. You're using your kid for <laughs> for the
0: sentimentality of it. I'm trying to be a well, and I was yet. drinking at the same time, so it's, <laughs> it's both. No, but like, I'm I'm not going to say no to my my kid saying I'm the best and I love you and let's go color. I'm gonna go color. You know, it's it's more important. I I don't know what I was doing at like. I don't know, four-ish in the afternoon on a Thursday. It wasn't that. Nothing was going to burn down if I didn't get that one extra hour or two in. The world would keep turning. The company would still exist. But my daughter and my relationship with her, you know, if I keep putting her off to do work, no, the best daddy in the world can't play with you. He's busy filling out spreadsheets. No, that's not going to fly. So, yeah, I calculated risk. Left early, yep. colored chalk, beautiful day out, had a great time. That's And that's, that's,
1: a, that's an example that's probably, you know, everybody can relate to. Uh, another example I can give is maybe doing a little bit of prep work for your dinner, right? You know, if you and the family are, I don't know, making meatloaf and you cut up the onions during a break in meetings. I don't think that that is uh, so egregious that, you know. You can't assume that somebody else hasn't done that before either.
0: And it's this this I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pull an aside. I think we're almost done anyway. I'm gonna pull an aside. I know we agreed to do new episodes every other week, and I'm I'm already not regretting you it because I, or? I know. Well, this is the thing. So last time I, I had a very tongue in cheek, sarcastic joke about how I have all these important opinions and everybody needs to hear them. And it didn't come across as sarcasm when I went back and listened to it after posting it. So anybody listening, I was not serious and did not have important opinions. But now that we're doing this again, like one of the big things I love about doing the show is just coming up with topics. It's just it's easy and it's fun. And ever since we started up again, I have all these topics I want to do. So I'm already wishing that we were doing a weekly schedule again. But that's an interesting topic because there's actually two episodes I want to do uh, about that, right, about how we we do make time for ourselves given the work-from-home environment we're in and also how we can automate it with technology. And it's kind of a a sneak peek of the upcoming weeks. But I'm very excited about it and I'm already kind of wishing we were – Back to weekly, but no, we're gonna pace ourselves. It's a marathon, not a sprint. So I'm gonna put that aside. Anything else from from you before we wrap? No,
1: I think uh, I don't.
0: I don't have a a uh, a real good like prepared. I used to do prepared speeches at the end. I I started doing that right when we stopped the Jerry Springer kind of Brian's outros, thoughts, and I I didn't. So. Brian's yeah, I haven't done Brian's final thoughts. For this one, maybe I'll come up with that after we're we're done, and I'll. So no, I'm not. Why, why, why do I keep? I always commit to doing things. Yeah, you're post, not going to do it. Uh, editing. I never do it. We're so better just, that. Know, do it off just. I'm not going to do shit. We're going to end the, the episode God. right here. Yeah.
1: You do Jerry's final thought. It's like maybe you realize the person that you love doesn't love you as much, but you still put in the work towards it. Maybe that person that you fell in love with wasn't actually a person at all, but rather a mannequin who you designated <laughs> your
0: personality to. There you go that's the outro don't fuck mannequins thank you for listening (laughs) thanks for tuning in again to the big balance podcast and as always please help us out by liking subscribing and leaving us a rating or review wherever you get your podcasts until next time
1: Whoa, did you hear that? I'm sorry.